auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. All right, all right, all right. How are you doing, everyone? <laughs> I am Andrew. This is my good friend, Stephen. And welcome back to Canned Conversation. It's been a while. It has been a little bit. It has been a bit. We uh, took a little bit of a break. Um, I will take full responsibility for that. Uh, my work had a bit of an event that uh, consumed so much of my time. Little work-life balance, man. It is. It is. I, I really had thought that we would get back into the studio on a particular day that was a break in the action, but it was not to be. It was not a break. There was a no lot break. of action. A lot of action. Yeah. Just know it's caused me a great deal of heartache because I've got I've got everybody from uh, like the Harley Davidson riders in Texas to to high school principals <laughs> in Missouri going, hey what the heck, it's been three weeks since you've put something out. I'm like, okay, we're on it. Just, yes. just know we there's day jobs involved. This is a hobby. <laughs> this is the hobby that we get paid oh so much nil uh, for, but uh, we have such a fun time doing it. Uh, we could not wait to get back, and so we uh, were like, all right, when, when is this going to happen? And it's happening right now. So uh, I hope everyone enjoys. We're kind of kicking the dust off and uh, <laughs> and seeing how this this works. I mean, I think we, what we do is we we, we drink a can uh, of beverage and we talk about that, and then we talk about other stuff that happens in our life, right? Yeah. You ready to start with a can, and then we'll figure out the conversation part in a minute? I, I've been waiting for a can. Yeah, After we're... all of the work that I have been doing, <laughs> I am now ready for the spoils of war. Uh, the what comes after, right? We, we work hard and we play hard, right? So this is uh, this is a long time coming. So awesome. what are you going to treat me with now that uh, I have taken a break from work? Well, so I thought, what better to numb the pain of work than this, the weirdest thing I've seen in a while, but it comes from Alpha Brewing Company and it's called um, Zambu. And it's <laughs> an actual um, flower from, I think, South America that numbs your mouth that they make beer out of, which is <laughs> okay. dope. And it's got a like a, a guy with a, a cape on the can, and he's got like a one of those uh, Mexican it's, wrestling yeah, masks. Yeah, it's a wrestling ma masks mask. Masks on, yeah. It's it's the best can I've ever seen. And it's um, the contents of it is supposedly going to make your mouth slightly numb. And it tells you a little bit about... Um, a little bit about it on the can. So yeah. yeah. So Alpha Brewing Company makes this Zambu stuff. Zambu yep. Brew is what it's called. Zambu Brew. And on the side, it says, All Hail the Great Zambu, which I guess <laughs> is this character on the front. Again, very, uh, it's a wrestler in a wrestling pose yeah. with a full mask and cape on. Don't yeah. get Zambuzied by the competition. Crush your thirst and tickle your tongue with this spirit quencher. While you're at it, get a bottle of Zambu flavored uh, two. vodka. So two. So, so check our socials for uh, what this can is and what what the rating is later um, as well. But it's a cool can, um, and and yeah, it's uh, it's mouth numbing apparently. So we're gonna give that a shot. <laughs> now that could that could influence the rating because if if we're numb by the time we finish this thing, uh, we might think it's better than it actually is. That may be a marketing ploy on their part. 
everything else will taste great or it'll be like you've got you know covid or something and you can't taste anything afterwards who knows oh, it'll be true fun. true statement but. all right so a lot has happened in the the last couple of weeks september is chock full of stuff and that is the month that we are currently in if you're keeping score at home it's not oh it is <laughs> it is not oh, that's true yesterday was september uh today is not um, so <laughs> September, as of yesterday, was a very busy month. Uh, in that month, um, I got to have a lot of uh, great experiences, of a couple of which I figured uh, we can talk about today and, and, and enjoy a recap, if you will. Um, so uh, just out of curiosity, does your family have any like traditions like that Zero. go back for a while? No, I kidding. know of one, <laughs> at least, so I, that I will bring up if you uh, don't. Um, but like a, a tradition that goes back for a while that maybe other families don't necessarily do. Like, you know of one from my family? Yes. It's well, called uh, Spinning Jesus. Oh, yeah, we do have that. Um, <laughs> that's been a big deal. That's that's obnoxious and probably sacrilegious. But yeah, it's <laughs> it probably a, is, and we'll have to uh, we'll, make sure to we'll let elaborate people, on that. Yeah. People that, that are religious that listen to this, please don't get offended. It is all in good fun. But tell us about spinning Jesus. So spinning, so neon spinning Jesus um, started um, with a white elephant gift a long time ago, um, and it was uh, my sister actually brought it to a uh, to a family function, and it is one of the most obnoxious pieces of art because it's <laughs> it's the crucifixion of Jesus, but it's in a square that's about I don't know, let's call it uh, twelve by twelve, like twelve inches by twelve inches, about foot by foot, right? just a square, but it's this box is a picture of Jesus, but behind it is these lights that rotate that are neon. And so you plug it in and turn it on and it's this rotating light neon flashy of Jesus resurrection, right? Which is really kind of sacrilegious and it's obnoxious, but you buy, there's a whole bunch of you can get, um, yeah, you can get all kinds of religious figures or other people. I mean, it's everyone. They all have this, this uh, neon spinning thing behind it. This club, esque light yeah it's the it's the velvet elvis of truck stops that are current <laughs> I, it's, I, so anyway yeah current we, that's two thousand years old yes yes <laughs> that too um but yeah so the the just a short long story short on this one but um so that got passed around for a while and my my sister felt so bad about bringing it to to um the white elephant, she actually put like $10 in the top of it because it cost her like 12 cents at a, <laughs> at a garage sale where she bought it right. or something. So she put money in the top of it and no one really cared about the money when they saw it. They're like, I need to have that. Well, then it got passed around the family for quite a while. And then a a cousin who has girlfriends that come and go um, kind of willy-nilly, we think took it and never came back to a Christmas. So it never made it back in to the rotation, which was super upsetting for the entire family, mainly us, um, because we think it's hysterical. And so now my wife went on a mission to find it on, on <laughs> eBay. And now we, we currently own one. It's not the original one, right. but it's just like the original one. And it is sitting on our fireplace. There's a whole story behind the eBay portion of that, that I'm going to leave out <laughs> because it's funny too. But, but yeah, we have, um, we have neon spinning Jesus on our fireplace, um, and it's and it's, it goes into rotation. So every year, every someone year, gets someone this. should get it. If we do white elephant, somebody new gets to have neon spinning Jesus at their house. All right. So that is, and I'm sure other families probably have uh, also gifts that may, maybe make it around. But that for you is a tradition. Um, 
I wanted to bring up a tradition that I got invited to. This isn't my own family's. Uh, we have traditions as well, but I'm going to save that for uh, maybe the next episode. Um, talk a little bit about my pig roast uh, that we have. But uh, for this particular uh, story, this is a, um, a tradition that longtime friends of ours have had, their family, um, have a once-a-year Indian ball tournament. And this is a 46-year tradition. They have been having this thing uh, at the same place up until just a few years ago. Um, so for 44 years, they had this uh, Indian ball tournament where they invite 20 people, mostly family and some friends, uh, to participate in this. It's a uh, big deal. Battle. Yeah. Well, let's just be honest. It's a big deal <laughs> for them. Like, Definitely. It's, huge. It's huge it is deal. great. Um, and I love the fact that they've had this tradition and, and it's still going 46 years later. So... Um, now, for my story, now a lot of times they say to follow the money, right? So uh, for purposes of my story, I'm going to have you follow the alcohol. And then we'll get to the, the moral of my story and uh, what was interesting about this year. Um, so like I mentioned, 20 players are invited. It's a round-robin tournament uh, where we play basically all day uh, Indian ball. And if you don't know what Indian ball is, look it up, Google it. Uh, you know, from what I understand, that might be somewhat regional. Um, but uh, you are having to play a version of softball uh, where you do almost everything in softball except for run the bases. Yeah, it's, it's softball with no base running. Yes, uh, but it's all day. And uh, one of the tenets of this tournament, and, and it's in the title that they give it, is um, uh, to be inebriated or, or, or to drink Till your heart's content. Drink to excess while playing <laughs> no right. run, no run basis softball. They want you to have fun. Um, so basically, they're like, take full advantage of alcohol in order to increase your fun, and I would say increase your playability. Maybe uh, it's a performance enhancing measure, uh, or not. <laughs> I've, I've I've played enough golf to know that. It only enhances your game to a certain point until it starts degrading your game very rapidly after that point. <laughs> yes. Um, and let me also say that uh, it, in the 44 years where it was at the same place, it was at a, one of their family members' house that had a lot of land, had a bunch of places to stay. So the idea was everyone who drank to excess got to stay the night. You didn't have to worry about driving anywhere. Uh, it makes it you know, easier. Right. Good. So it makes yeah. it a lot easier. Yeah to enjoy all of that alcohol while you're playing and, uh, and test your abilities while you're, you're drinking said alcohol. So last, the last year I played, which was the last year at that location, um, I, I have to say that I won the worst player award uh, and I won brutal. drunken most drunken player. That's the reason. <laughs> Is there a direct correlation? There can't not be. <laughs> I really took it to heart on this one because, you know, again, it's a longtime tradition. So, I, you know, as a friend of the family, I'm like, I'm not going to break this tradition. It's in the title of it. Um, you were living in the spirit of the name of the game. I was. And uh, so thank you, Andy. Thank you, Jeff, for inviting me out uh, these many years that I've gotten to play uh, to continue to invite me out. But know that I've tried to embrace your tradition, right? Like and say, all right, nine o'clock. To a fault. <laughs> nine o'clock <laughs> hits and a bush light starts, right? Like, I mean, that was that's sort of the idea. But so <laughs> I, I will say, though, at the end of the day, when your team basically goes winless, 
you know you're one of the oldest people out there because I will say they, they invite quite a, a young crowd at times where there are softball players in their 20s. Uh, there have been college kids that come out that are playing baseball, and they just light it up. I hate college kids. <laughs> right. And none of them are having the beers. I, and I'm pointing, I'm like, hey, um, I just <laughs> want to let you know uh, that the idea here <laughs> is that you also drink. Um, there's not enough cake for right. this uh, entire office. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're you're not drinking for moral reasons, which is totally fine. But if you're if you're just really wanting to play so good and win, uh, is that really the idea here uh, to be super competitive? But it gets really competitive. And I lost that competitive spirit the last time I played. Again, this was pre-COVID. They had to take, they, they had a bit of a, a a game last year, but it was very, they not as many people. So I did skip that one. But the year before, when I got worst player and most drunk, I thought I have embodied <laughs> the, I win. the tradition. <laughs> but... Having come in completely dead last, I was ready and being one of the oldest people out there. I'm like, I think it might be time to retire on this high note. <laughs> I mean, you go out once you've started winning awards, right? Like regardless <laughs> right. of what those are, you've been awarded something. So I think, you know, that rationale right. plays. I like it happens it. in the pros all the time. Yeah. If you go out on a high note, like you won two awards in one year. Yeah, it's time to get out. That's right. I, I'm like, I did a Peyton Manning where I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait a couple weeks after I all go off the field. I'm not going to announce this tonight. Right. But maybe in, I'll have a press conference. Like I slept on the idea. Yes. But yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, so I was telling the commissioner that uh, I'm probably not going to play in the next one. I will come out. I will be a cheerleader. I will uh, I will supply some uh, beers or some other canned beverages that we have enjoyed. Um, and so they didn't take kindly to that. They said, you're coming out and you're going to play again, which I, again, very much appreciate. Uh, so this year, it was, a, a, again, a different facility, uh, but we had to drive there. And then at coming away from it, we had to drive back, right? Like to a place and then eventually home. So um, the dynamics of the drinking did not play much of a part, as much of a part. I mean, I still had some beers, but definitely way more Gatorade, way more water this go round. And so let's fast forward to uh, game seven when it's the championship game that I'm playing in. Right, so not I'm worst player, not, and not drunkest. Well, definitely not drunkest. Um, I would say not worst. At the end, I actually did not win the worst uh, award, so that's good. That means you're at least <laughs> your second worst or better. Yes, my batting average was not even in the the lower thirty percent. I would say I did well. Um, I even got a couple of uh, uh, votes for defensive MVP. Yeah, I, you've turned this whole thing around. <laughs> Which I, it may have been pity votes. I don't know. Um, because I was, I will, we skipped ahead a little bit. I did. I will say, so when, in this one, when we first got there, the teams hadn't been picked yet. And a lot of times they do that ahead of time. They try to kind of make the teams nice and balanced. Well, this time they didn't have a lot of time. So when we got there, they did what they called a draft. And what I called a playground, playground rules. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's what drafts look like. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I made sure to say, you know, because I had the award from last year, worst player. I go, well, um, all right, you all know, and they have, they have everybody's batting averages. This is to the extent that they go. They they keep statistics. They keep statistics. That's ridiculous. It's awesome. That's it. no, and I, like and ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, like it's that serious. Yes. Like it's that big of a tradition that people are like. 
keeping track of stats. Yes, they keep That's dope stats nice and batting averages, and then they print them out, and then they have yeah, them for everybody. They it's, made it into a thing, it's a which huge is thing. which is right. awesome. And so they're passing that around, and the team captains get a look, and they're like, "Well, this guy, he's uh, needless to say, I believe I was picked last, uh, which is okay. Didn't break my spirit." Uh, <laughs> I wanted to, to, to come home and tell my kids, hey, if you're ever picked last, I too am picked last. <laughs> Don't you're worry teaching, about this. You're treating this as a teachable moment it's for a your children. Moment. Yeah, that, that seems Everything's like. a teachable moment. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, and there, of note, there are two other guys that are actually older than I am. I'm the, one of the oldest. I think there's only two that are older than me. And uh, one of them is in his 60s, and he didn't get picked last. So I was like, oh. Maybe I should have retired, <laughs> but I didn't. Came away not worst player, uh, and um, got some votes. Like I said, for MVP. But that, that keeping in mind, I caught every ball that came directly at me. So just just to be clear, <laughs> this year you drank Gatorades, waters, and a few beers. Yes, and you you played well and made it to the final round. Yes, thanks Last. to my team. Yes, my not, teammates not are listening. Specifically, just you. It was a collective yes. effort that you participated in. Yes. Two years ago, 2019, we'll call it, you got worst player and got wasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, and drunk. You got two awards <laughs> drunkest, right. worst player, and you were wasted. Okay, yes. I got it. I'm, so, the moral of the story here, yeah. uh, I believe, is alcohol may have a negative impact. <laughs> On your sports playing ability is not necessarily a performance-enhancing measure. Do you believe that but, for every sport? Um, I don't know. I'm, uh, maybe not golf. John Daly did pretty well. Uh, right. He, it made a living off. And he was a mess. <laughs> crushing beers. and um, Maybe curling. You could probably have some. Uh, I think golf, it, it <laughs> helps in holes 7 through 12 and then hurts 13 through 18. I can see that. So there's a window there. Right. It loosens you up where you're not quite just thinking about every yeah. shot you you're take. You're not trying to crush everything because your arms turn into a little bit of jello, and right. finally you're like not muscling it. And then by 13, your arms are so jello that you're like, ah, it's sliced again. <laughs> Screw it. I'll just throw another ball out. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's for specifically Indian ball though. Alcohol does not equal MVP. Correct. Right. Correct. Uh, special shout out to my. Uh, teammates who carried my carry my team for me. Like I said, I, I did hit. I got the ones that came right at me, but I'm not very fast anymore. And uh, <laughs> so, if it was uh, 15 feet away or or so, then I would rely on the others to uh, field those for me. But um, I don't remember your first name, but Gaffney, who was uh, one of the guys on our team, who was our infield. I voted for defensive MVP. Um, awesome, uh, Jeff, who uh, is the commish, who was also on our team, did fantastic. Um, and then uh, Billy, who was uh, my other uh, midfielder, nice. uh, also did great. I cannot remember the name of the outfielder, but he was a stud, and um, and was the, uh, the the killer of our team. He hit hit deep and uh, fielded all those balls that went over my head. So. Nice, awesome. Yeah, so thanks everybody uh, who uh, invited me. Like I said, Andy and and uh, and Jeff, who uh, who put this thing a, a lot of work into it. Thank you very much. 
Um, and I know they they both somewhat listen. Uh, Andy's a, a newer listen and uh, has been sporting the canned conversation coolie. He sent me a picture of it. So a uh, special shout out there. Thank you. Koozies are popular. They're, yeah. they're super popular. I brought koozies and I brought PBR coffees for breakfast. So I brought canned combo <laughs> koozies and I'm like, anybody want these? Shameless plug. And then in them, I'm going to put a PBR hard coffee because this is a brilliant breakfast. And uh, You're actually, a marketing yeah. like genius and there were several people who this is universal every person i give that pbr hard coffee to they're like this is unassumingly fantastic i would never have bought this i would probably not have tried it but now that i have this is phenomenal pbr the label itself steers you away from that but it's so good and we've never done it on this show we've drank a lot of it we've not (laughs) we've not reviewed it on this show and i think that's kind of fun um are we ready to review this thing Yes, now my tongue is good. I can, yeah. Now that have I've you drank had it, enough to drink? I have had. I've had several several um, tastes of this. My I can still feel my tongue. Thankfully, what do you think? Yeah, I started off. There's just a um, it's a fuzzy feel or something in your mouth. Like I, it's not numb per se. There's just a uh, but you can feel it. There's something weird. Um, it's got a very unique taste. I, it does, and I I dig it. I don't dig it. So I got a little overzealous on one of our, our rating systems. I think it was the one where we had a, a guest on. And, and I, yeah, Keith was here. Yeah, Keith was here. We it was the Monaco. Monaco cocktail. I was like, this Blue is crush. the best thing I've ever had. And I'm like, it was. and then I tried it later. And it wasn't as yeah, wasn't I walked as back five-ish. a five. I walked back a five, which is brutal. And I'm not doing that. And not even to a four. I think you walked it back to a three. I might have walked it back no, to a two. No. I'm like, I may never buy this crap again. Um <laughs> I may have had too much to drink that time. This time, I'm going to be a little bit more conservative. I get it. Um, it is definitely a two or a three. So I'm going to go with three because I, I, I could drink probably two of these. Um, so what's that make it? Does that make it a two? It's been so long since we've rated anything. God, I don't even remember what the rating system is. Two One. is I would finish it but wouldn't have another. One is I'm pouring the rest of this out. Oh, we don't do half stars anymore. That's horrible. No, thankfully. We've, I mean, we've tightened the system up. I don't know how many people I've gotten a chance to, to converse with at uh, these various functions uh, that have mentioned the, that they liked the tighter rating system. All right. So I'm going to go and with And they the- start telling me ratings uh, of stuff that they're drinking, which has been great. Uh, the the feedback we've gotten since, especially since we took a little hiatus, <laughs> has been ridiculously great. Yes. I mean, like we, I get, Thank you I all. get feedback constantly about, oh, you should try this, or this is the topic you should cover, or I can't believe you guys haven't put out an episode this Thursday. What's going <laughs> right. on? Um, freaking out. So we, we enjoy awesome. the love. Thank uh, you yeah, so much. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna give this a two because to me it's a novelty drink that I would probably I may buy it again, but only for silliness. Um, I don't I wouldn't buy it and put it in a rotation, but it's not horrible. Um, it doesn't taste bad. It's just it's kind of weird the fuzziness it puts in your mouth. So I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna go with too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a two as well because I'm not gonna pour out the rest of it. I wouldn't go so far as to say it tastes good, uh, which is why it's a two. If it tasted good, maybe I'd make it a three. Uh, it may be um, fermented sweat of a wrestler uh, in terms of taste. It's got a medicinal taste to it, almost. <laughs> it's now that, uh, like a little aftertasty medicinal. Yeah, it, like uh, you licked a, licked a, a sweaty Band-Aid. something. Like, but but not in a in a super gross way. Uh, because you maybe, can lick a wrestler in a not super <laughs> gross way. I'm sure. Uh, maybe that's what they're doing in wrestling nowadays. I don't know. I don't know either. But. Uh, Yes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have more of these. But I love the can. I love the uh, the wrestler on it. Um, 
So do you, I, do you love that I numbed your work pain with a with a beer? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I will. Uh, I'll move on from that one, and um, we'll uh, mark it in the books as a two for me. Okay. Twos it is. So, is it, is it time for me? You want you want something from me now? <laughs> I want you to put in a little effort. Yeah, like a little, little bit. I of, mean, did you do anything in September uh, or <laughs> that, that is bears worthy of talking about? Uh, no, um, I'll tell you what I did do. And so we're gonna have a. So I, we got a lot of. I got some interesting feedback from. We did a vaccine episode a while back where I kind of went on a, a rampage about vaccines, right? And I'm. And I'm trying, I'm going to try not to rampage. You had an opinion. I did. And you expressed it, which is yes. fantastic. I mean, everyone has an opinion. They don't necessarily have to agree with it. Right. So it was my, my take on vaccines. Um, and so I've noticed something and I want to get your, I'm going to take your temperature on where you're at with things um, to see if you're having the same struggles I'm having, which is, um, so I'm only going to touch on it briefly, but uh, the, the idea is is that you've got um, a, a Texas law around abortion. So I know abortion is kind of a touchy subject, and I'm, I'm going to touch on it briefly, but um, you've got, in the news lately, you've got the abortion topic in, in Texas, and you've got mask mandates also in Texas, Missouri. All, all states have these mask mandates. And you've got... What I, okay. Right. We, I don't know that we did. I don't, I don't, well, I've been working nonstop for the past three or four weeks. The county we live so in doesn't. I have no idea what's going on. The county next to us does, but they're being sued because it's against people's freedom and rights, right? Like you don't have the right to enforce a mask mandate, whatever the case may be. Okay. I guess the correlation I'm struggling with is how to have um, conversation around what, where I struggle is that. Um, the conversation around abortion is always um, is so illogical. The the arguments around, I I think you know we should be able to legislate this, and then you turn around and those what I feel like is those same the same group of people are out saying you don't have the right to tell me I can wear a mask. You don't have the right to tell me that I can't send my kid kid to school. You can't. You don't have the right to tell me that my it's my freedom, my body, my choice on vaccines. But you. But in the same note, they go, you have the right in Texas to tell me a woman doesn't have the right to do stuff with her body, regardless of what that is. I just think I'm, I'm, I get burnt out and I'm tired of having logical, trying to have logical debate and logical discussions with people who don't use logic or don't use reason. And it pisses me off to a point <laughs> where I go, I don't understand how you can survive and be like that willfully ignorant. Like you can't be on both sides of this. You can't say, don't make me wear a mask. It's my choice of my health. And then, but you can tell her she can't have an abortion when you don't know her circumstance. And I'm not saying I, every circumstance in abortion, I, I like I, I'm a weird one on abortion. Um, and I, and my opinion is, is that it's just not my body and not my choice. And I, if it's my baby, I want to have a discussion about it, but if it's not, I like you get it. But I just struggle with like the, conversation in America that's gone so crazy around like, you can't tell me I can do this. You can't tell me I have to do this. Like everybody's so worried about somebody taking away their rights, but then they, on the flip side of things, they'll go, but you can take away their, somebody else's rights. It doesn't like, I'm a, I'm a white man. You can take away all those women's rights. I don't give a crap about that. Like you should, you should go take away that woman's right to make choices about her health or, you know, Planned Parenthood like them or hate them, you can make decisions about them. I don't care because that's not me. 
like, but it's so crazy. And I'm just, I, I don't know how you have, so where do you, where are you at with, with having conversations around touchy subjects with like, are, do you feel like you're in the same place I am, which is I'm start. I try to have logical conversations with people who aren't using informed logic or do you just steer away from everything completely and go, screw it, I'm out. I don't want to even have the conversation because I don't want to be a part of the discussion. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot. It was kind of, see, that was kind of my vaccination. That's rant. okay. I was just over here guzzling this uh, this uh, tum- tongue-numbing, I see, it's already yeah, working. Yeah, it's working. Tongue-numbing Ta-da. beer. Um, so I didn't catch most of what you said. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I stopped it. You're going to take my temperature, and I was just hoping it's that kind that you put on my forehead. It's not a scanner, th- a thermal scanner, no. It's, oh, okay. You remember when you were young and it was like under your armpit? Or in your butt? <laughs> it was those old mercury Sorry, thermometers was it? that were like totally poisonous. I remember those breaking, and it was like, get, get away, get away. That's why we put it in your butt and not um, in your mouth. Yeah. Mercury's Ooh. bad. Thank Go goodness ahead. we don't do that anymore. Um, my kids don't know how good they have it. <laughs> uh, yes. Um I think after, oof, let me say, age of about 20, I just started not engaging in conversation on topics that are so emotionally charged. I think in my early college years, like most people do, you know, you're in your dorm room or you're in a shared space and, you know, it's that environment of you're, you're learning, you're learning life. You're learning, you know, like you, you have opinions that have now developed over your young, your, you know, your adolescence, and you're just kind of looking for a place to put them out there. That's why I think a lot of uh, super engaged activism uh, probably happens in the younger years. And, and, and really it goes throughout, I'm sure. It just depends on the person. But like if I had to put a group together that I thought would be very into being activist for something, it would be oh, younger yeah. people. That college crowd is, right. is ready to like say, I have an opinion. Right. I know who and I I'm am. I'm gonna now. make you have the same opinion. Yep. And um so I had those converse late night conversations, right? Where, you know, over Pop Tarts and Ramen and, you know, there's like six or seven people and they're all like, here's why I think you, you know, for religion, here's why I think you should believe this. And for gun rights or yeah. for like uh, the yeah. death penalty. Everybody's you know, dug their heels any, in and right, they go, anything, I know who I am and I know what I think in that age. That It's just everything's a debate. Everything right. is a debate yeah. and everything is so passionate, which is great because, you know, that's where you're really, really starting to formulate like who you are as a person and your morals. But what you don't understand, I think, at that age is that you're not going to change anyone's opinion. Um, and that is... There's probably a conversation I had when I was in my 20s, early 20s, where it finally that clicked. And I'm like, I'm out. Like, I have no desire to get into an actual debate on such an emotionally charged issue because you're not going to change your opinion and I'm not going to change mine. The only thing that's going to change an opinion is a huge life event where something directly impacts you, right? That um, That is going to life alter. Right. And we talked about with the vaccine and COVID, right? Like that kind of thing where you go, I'm an anti-vaxxer until your family member dies. (laughs) Right. Something like that. Right. That kind of stuff. Um, Death penalty. uh, You know, I mean, abortion is so emotionally charged and it's so, you know, there's so much in that realm that, you know, it, it, it's, it, it has its own life. Right. So like getting into that with someone 
it's very passionate. It's very, very deep rooted belief system. And, you know, everyone's going to have that opinion. So, uh, I, I hear what you're saying, right? Cause I've also thought, wow, one, this person on one topic might be speaking in one way. And then on this other topic, it seems to not follow that same suit, but you know, I don't know how their morals are connected. And that to me, I might not be able to follow that, but I'm like, there's nothing I can do. Like, I don't know. And I don't necessarily think that my opinion's always right. So that's a tough one. I you hear don't, you. I feel you, your pain. <laughs> I really do. I get so, I'm such an idealist probably or something. I don't know that I get so, like I, I let up. myself get worked up about that kind of stuff. And I, after you see it for so long and part of it's exposure. And if I just cut exposure to it, which I feel like also is not the right answer. Like I, I want to be involved. I want to understand things. I want to learn things. Sure. And I want to form an opinion based on stuff. So I, I listen to a lot of things. Um, I don't read a lot just for the record. So don't ever ask me to like what my favorite book is. Cause this could be Dr. <laughs> Seuss, but, um, but yeah, I just, I just get, I've gotten so frustrated and recently about the crazy debates that have gone on where I see people on the news going, you can't make like mask mandates are stupid. You can't make me wear a mask. My health is my choice. And then I, I watch the like the crazy crap going on in, in, in Texas and they're going, well, that's probably going to happen. And it's probably going to happen similarly in Missouri because we've got a Republican governor. It's probably going to happen in similarly in, in Arizona or some of these other Republican States. Right. And literally you can send me bad emails if you want to. I've been a Republican forever. I not always voted Republican, but I've, my dad would roll over in his grave if he knew I wasn't Republican. <laughs> um, but that is to me, it's just, I, I straddle this fence a lot of, of going, why are you so ignorant on a topic and, and why can you be so hypocritical and that be okay? Like you can go, my health is my choice for a mask to what just to wear a mask, but your health is not your choice for whatever you want. That's so crazy to me. And it drives me absolutely bat crap crazy and I cannot help it. <laughs> it just fires me up. And so I thought it's awesome that you're fired up. I love uh, it because that shows you're passionate about something. It shows you care. Um, now I too care. So I will say what I do is channel some of that into how I talk to my kids, right? Because yeah. so, my kids are going to be an extension of going out into society and being a part of society and being you know, people that will have voting rights and be able to um, alter the course of certain laws and certain of all of what we're talking about. Yep. Right. And uh, so to them, um, you know, I love to have discussions with them on these topics, but it's not in a debate form because I, my, my goal with them is to say, I want you to have a sense of balance. I want you to know what the pros and the cons are on both sides. If you can't argue both sides of an argument passionately, then you don't know the topic well enough, right? And that's always been mine where, in fact, to your earlier point of having conversations with people, one of my favorite things to do is I like to listen to people hear what the arguments are. And then I just ask them questions. Yeah. I don't want to get into a debate where I say, here's where you're wrong or here's where, you know, I would poke holes in. I just go, well, if you think that, then what do you, what about this? Or how does this factor in? 
And then I can learn from that. You and I are very similar in this way. <laughs> We're curious about the yes. way people think in some ways. Right. So it's it's more fun sometimes versus debating them yeah. to just understand how their brain works. Right. Like, talk me through your logic because yes. it's it's inter- interesting to Connect see how, how you got from point A to point B. Yep. Right. And then I take that. I go to my kids. I have conversations with them. And I say, listen... This loser over here. (laughs) Can you believe what this friend of mine said? Uh, But, you know, what I want them to understand is that there are usually two points to both. I mean, there's not usually a cut and dry issue unless aliens invade and then and they're trying to eat us. Then we're all against the aliens. Right. You know, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. But when you come up with topics that are very split in this manner, there are good reasonings that both sides have, and I want you to know them. I want you to understand that a sense of balance and understanding what both of those are. And then based on that, make an educated opinion or have an educated stance on something and then go with it, right? Like, you know, don't, don't try to push it on other people because that will not make you a popular person or have friends because – Unless you're just talking into an echo chamber and then you're just going to have friends. Unless you, yeah, go on Facebook because you can find <laughs> right. a whole bunch of people that disagree with you. Um, yeah. If you're just on Facebook, you could probably get into a group and just have an echo chamber that says exactly the same thing you do. Yep. And you'll it, fire all of yourselves up. You get nothing over but thumbs nothing, up from everyone. Right. Yep. Because no one's going to change their opinion who listen or like, because they're not in your group. Your yep. group already all believes the same thing. So I hope that helps with my kids growing up. For my own personal sake, I just go into the voting booth. If I have an availability to vote for a person that has similar thought processes that I do, I think that was pretty processes. Yeah. It's a lot of syllables <laughs> for our first time yeah, back this in a tongue while. numbing beer did not, know, uh, not did not prevent me from saying processes. The old Zambu brew didn't uh, kick your butt too bad. So I'm going to vote. I'm going to use the power I have. That's the only real power I have. I don't have that kind of uh, to get up on a pulpit and with a megaphone and and preach to a crowd and and sway opinion that's just not really me and uh so i totally understand what you're talking about it is a lot of fun um to listen and uh i have not been listening to the news so i have no idea what the actual things are that you're talking about oh my god <laughs> like i said i've been buried in work and what little time I've had away from work, I really try uh, to spend okay. the time with the family a little bit. I, I do get <laughs> so I've not that. watched any news. Uh, but uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope it all works out. <laughs> I hope it all works. Out. I think that's how we should end. I hope it all works out. Peace. Yeah, no. it's worked but, out for us. We've had this good yeah. cam- con- canned, uh, and then we've had good conversation. Yeah, which. So- is the name of our show. Right. So, so I, honestly, just hit us up on our socials if you have any opinions on anything we've talked about, whether it be alcohol not enhancing your sports game or the fact that people have illogical <laughs> conversations all the time that get them nowhere. Um, but you can find us on Twitter at can underscore convo, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at can convo. Um, or you can just seriously just send us a Gmail, um, can convo at gmail.com. All right, so we kicked the dust off this. Yeah, uh, we're, feels good to be back. Yeah, I don't feel like we really missed a step. I, I feel like uh, we we understood what we're supposed to do here, um, and 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 we're giving the people what they want. We pushed all the right buttons because they've That's asked. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I pushed the right button for the intro. I'm going to push the right, hopefully, button for the outro. Oh, jeez. And I mean, oh nope. That's not oh, it. Crap. <laughs> Run away. <laughs> oh, was it? Was that our performance? I hope not. I hope we did better than that.
Different button. Yes. Uh, go out and um, have some fun conversation about what you used to use as a thermometer. If yeah. you're a, if you're an older person, <laughs> where you used to stick that. Hopefully you don't anymore. Um, but yeah, we love you. Thank you. Thanks, yo. Thanks, you. Bye, Cherry Pie.